I'm Matt Eastwood, Global Chief Creative Officer of McCann Health. I'm Wendy Chen, the UCD of McCann Health China. Okay. Wendy, did you uh, did you work directly on uh, the program that won the Lion? Yeah, I worked directly on the creative of this uh, Breath of Life. And can you talk a little bit about what went into it? Uh, what went into creating the program? Yeah, it's inspired by our, our GSK client, and we understand there is a huge gap between the uh, COPD patient and the number of people who is being diagnosed. Yeah, so we are thinking of having something to help them to be aware of the COPD disease. Yes. Uh, how how much of a problem in China is COPD? There is foot. 13 billion people in China and there's 1 billion people with COPD and only 90 only 90% of them are not diagnosed they don't know because it has very low awareness because they thought they are out of breath because of just getting old but they don't know if it's a COPD problem so they thought it was part of the aging process yeah they thought yeah. it's just aging so it's natural um, is it is this brought on by smoking, air pollution? Yeah, everything. Everything. Okay. Yes. Um, and what sort of uh, efficacy? What sort of results did you see uh, in China with the program? Uh, it is a newly launched program, so uh, the result is uh, very promising, and then uh, we will um, the the outtake is promising, and everyone is excited about it. So yeah, we only really launched it like a month ago really? yeah so it's really brand new and uh, uh, yeah just sort of going into market which is, so we, yeah it's a bit early to say what the result will be yeah so the doctor and and a lot of people have tried and they give us very very positive feedback is it connected to the cloud in any way that you know if uh, if there's a uh, you know let's say that there's a really startling result like a really bad result that it will set off a flag where, you know, say an ambulance comes or... It's, yeah. I don't think that's going to happen, is it? No, uh, no, but, no, um, it doesn't. Yeah, it's got, uh, if, a, if you get a bad result, a warning does come up and says you should make an appointment at a hospital, you know, straight away. Okay. So, and have a more professional checkup because it is not a diagnose, it is a awareness. Right. Yeah. That's a really important point. Yes. Yeah. Um, what, what do you think it means that uh, there hasn't been a lion given in this space in a couple of years and that it's now coming, the work's coming out of China? Do you think it means anything? Yes, it means a lot. I'm so happy that we went for China and I think it really encourages us to like, uh, do more work for our client and also help our client to solve uh, more problems for the patient for their picture. That's great. Hmm. How big a team worked on this project? Me, Samsung, <laughs> uh, also Phil Art, and then also the McCann uh, craft on the programming. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not quite a small team actually. Yeah. And it came out of Shanghai, right? Shanghai, right. yes. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think I was talking about it yesterday, but it was definitely one of those things because the idea came up at the very beginning of the year and it, but it was at the point where you go, can we even do this? Like it, so there was a bunch of time sort of investigating and yes. talking to experts and pulmonologists and going, all right, well, how do we, how do we even 
get a proof of concept so that this might work. And then I think probably about February, if we were like, yep, it looks like it's going to work. And yes. so then sort of started building it in earnest, yeah. And it deployed a month ago? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really fast. Yeah, yeah. What's funny, I mean, the weird thing is, even though the t technology is complex, it's not, it, it didn't require anything extra. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's it already the technology is in the phone. So really it was just about accessing that. So we didn't have to build a device or anything like that, which was yeah. amazing. Because we are talking about they are not aware of their disease. So we cannot ask them to buy anything to yeah. check because just they don't understand. They don't even think they have yeah. it. Yeah, what, what happened? What's wrong? So we have, it has to be something very handy and they can just do the check. And it's important that they can share their results in social media and there's a QR code for them to scan and then other people see it they can also do the check and what are the plans for promoting it uh, it will be um, we are in a, a health platform um, so they have a bunch of fans they have like a, a disease awareness platform actually so um, they have uh, 2,000 hospitals so they can uh, promote it there and also uh, the doctor also will help to um, ask uh, over this uh, software for, for, for people to be more aware of their disease. That's great. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about uh, about IKEA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope I, I don't know as much as, <laughs> but I know some. So sure. yeah. Um, what was the genesis of the program? Uh, well, interestingly, uh, I, I think a lot of it comes from. We have a strategy at McCann World Group, which is to find a meaningful role in people's lives. And uh, so we're kind of always doing that on behalf of our brands. And the Tel Aviv office, uh, I think we first met with them, uh, I want to say January this year, had this idea of like, how could we make the IKEA furniture more accessible? Um, and it was, uh, came up, came up with by the guy you saw on stage. Where I think he, I think you pronounce his name as Elad. Or, uh, so, but I can. Do you, do you? You don't know his name, do you? The um. Sounds uh, right. Yeah, this guy with cerebral funny. palsy. Um, we can find out. I think it's Elad. Someone, I'm just gonna look around see if someone here knows. Uh, but anyway, I'll, I can find out and email you. Yeah, that would be helpful. Um, but yeah, so he, uh, you know, it's to me, it's a wonderful story because, uh, you know, with all of us are trying to hire more diverse and inclusive workforces um, and I think people you know we sometimes forget that that doesn't mean literally just hiring women or people of color it actually means hiring people with disabilities etc and uh, it, I mean he wasn't hired because he had a disability he had a great portfolio and he's a good good creative um, and but we hired him there and this sort of one of the first things he did was like okay I'm, there, here's a problem I can see with one of our clients and uh, we can fix it by doing this. Um, and then it just became a, a case of, you know, we obviously spoke to um, uh, a couple of sort of major partners in Tel Aviv who helped sort of shape the way the actual products worked and, you know, what, what do you need to physically make a door easily open, you know, that sort of handle part that right. you put your arm in. Right. So, you know, that sort of occupational therapy part sort of came, came in and went, okay, the buttons are too small on uh, on lamps, so we've got to make a big button and all that kind of stuff. So they worked together to work out what what we could do, what we could affect, and they and they and, and IKEA looked at their sort of their core range, I guess, and went, all right, well these are our main sixteen products, and let's start with that. And I'm sure it will roll out further, but you know, just to sort of get that 
test up and running. And it's open source, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, so that you you can get it for free in store. So they have it in the when you go to the Tel Aviv store, you can just pick them up, you know. Um, but if not, you can download it uh, and print it any three D printer around the world. So. Um, which I mean, I for me, I I just love that they gave it away. Right. Like, you know, they're not trying to. They don't even sell it. They're not even trying to make money. Yeah. On that it, so. that that to me is the is the best part of the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. They just, they just give There's it away. sort of a graciousness about it. Like, wow, good on you. Yeah. I mean, and you know, I was saying to uh, the team, I said that, you know, I know this is only Tel Aviv right now, but it actually has been downloaded in 125 countries. But I'm pretty sure what will happen now that this won a Grand Prix last night, it'll end up, if it hasn't already, on the global CEO of IKEA's desk. Mm-hmm. And he'll be like, wow, this is a great... And, you know, how would they not put it through all their stores? So, that, I mean, I think that's what the value of giving creative attention to something like that, because it just gives it, you know, gravitas, which is great. So I'm pretty sure they'll take it wider than Tel Aviv. What do you think it means that... Um you know, what, what does it say about the state of the art that, that World Grand Prix given these categories? Say, 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 I'll say it again. Yeah, there, ha- there hadn't been a uh, one in pharma in a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's interesting and certainly uh, it's funny for me coming into health new and I was very aware that for the last three years there, I think there's only ever been one Grand Prix in pharma. Um, and... It was interesting that the jury, year after year, just decided there was nothing that was good enough to, to win that. Um, and so, you know, there, it, every year it gets, because after the first year, it's like, will there be one this year? There isn't. Will there be one this year? So this year just felt like, oh, my God, like, are we going to break this deadlock? Is it going to happen? Um, but I think, you know, Robin said it really well last night, that they were looking for things beyond traditional advertising they were looking for things that could make a meaningful difference in people's lives from a tech point of view or from a uh, an activation point of view etc so i think their sort of shift in criteria kind of is what helped this win because i think they were looking for that kind of stuff um, but even still you know there's uh there's you know last year i think there were 53 shortlists in pharma this year there's only 34 so there's less but there's a Grand Prix, so that's good. So, you know, I, I think, the, and, and I, I say to people all the time, the reason why can is important, and the reason why it's important to actually award a Grand Prix is that's the thing that motivates agencies and clients to keep pushing themselves, you know. I think when you go, there's no Grand Prix, and you do that repeatedly, it has a negative effect on the industry, and people are like, well... <coughs> You know, there's no point, and but this kind of motivates people to go. All right, yeah, yeah, we can do that. So I think it, I think it's a good thing for the industry and a good thing for the farmer industry in particular. So farmers not especially known for being receptive to. Uh, well, make sure I phrase this correctly. Um, that pharma isn't necessarily known for pushing the boundaries of creativity. Yeah. Um, the companies themselves tend to be extremely conservative. Yeah. Um, afraid of getting in trouble with, with somebody yeah um, this program really breaks out of that yeah you know? yeah um, well I think that's they're very risk averse well they're very evidence driven so you know as you know if, if they can't validate and prove it not to 70% to 99% of, of accuracy then they tend not to do it and so if you present them ideas that you know aren't fully resolved in all of those aspects then they do shy away from it um, it's weird because a lot of people have said to me as I came into this side of the business that 
pharma companies aren't that creative. But I think I don't think that's necessarily true. I think they're incredibly creative because you look at the products they make. Right. Like there are major leap, you know, this is like walking on the moon. These guys are doing brand new things. So they are creative, but I think they're just creatively cautious. And I think they just have to feel confident that you've covered the bases and you've you know uh, mitigated any issues that might happen. Um, so it's about doing the background checking as well. Um, and that's what this was great with this is that, you know, all the evidence was there. We'd done much testing and, you know, they were like, okay, this seems fine. And they will get evidence now in the form of downloads. Correct. Yeah, so exactly. That's, that's, so that'll prove. That's, a, that's you know, empirical. Yeah, yeah. No, and I'm very intrigued to see how those numbers go. I mean, we haven't put any money behind it yet in terms of traditional advertising. So, you know, we've got to get onto that. But, yes. um, you know, that'll be interesting. Because if you think about an audience of a billion people who 90% are undiagnosed, the numbers are staggering. That's crazy. You know? um, and even if we only get a tenth of those, you know, that's still pretty good. So. Great. Well, anything else you want to add about, uh, about what you saw or what all this means? or what, what do you think it means for McCann? Well, I mean, for me, the great thing is it was very much, uh, you know, to be Healthcare Network of the Year, it's not just this it's not just one thing you know i think it, it is the sum of the parts and you know we had um, great work from many countries that uh, contributed to that which was fantastic and i think for us it's like a real sign of um you know we've got our creative mojo uh, well and truly back um and i think you know i've been just getting a flood of emails overnight from the company sort of everyone just saying I'm so excited about this win but I'm so excited about the future and what it means for what we can achieve and what we can do so I think it's just like this incredible shot in the arm for everyone and um, you know and, and look I, I the, the selfishly I want the whole industry to do better creatively because it's better for the industry and I want to be able to draw in people that maybe hadn't thought oh I'll go and work in health. You know, probably like you, you when we were first talking, you were like, you wouldn't have said to yourself, oh, I'll go and be editor-in-chief of a health-based. Business the business. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, that's what I'd always dreamed of. But then when you get the opportunity, you're like, okay, this is quite cool. I can do this. There's a lot of really cool stuff yeah. going on, as, as, evidence, as your work showed. Mm. I mean, just the, I was so struck by how well so many different aspects were integrated, you know, just how it moves away from, you know, like it, in its most basic form of display ad you know, yeah like that, and how this is like really sort of holistic sort of in, it, you know surrounds the problem with all with everything at your disposal yeah you know yeah. really create really yeah. creative solution and that's the thing I love it I mean I've come in with fresh eyes looking at the various problems that come across my desk on behalf of clients and I'm like oh my god that's an amazing problem to try and solve let's throw everything behind that oh that's amazing let's do so there's just so many meaningful problems to solve you know so yeah it's a exciting the last word is health is new sexy the health is the new sexy <laughs> I truly do so do I <laughs> well thank you thanks very much and congratulations yeah thank you and thanks for coming back yeah <laughs>